Welcome to the Citizens NYC Couples and Conversations podcast. This month, we are honoring Rena Valentine as a part of our new innovative fundraising initiative, the New Yorkers for New York campaign, a storytelling series designed to honor five extraordinary women from NYC, as well as our network of grantee partners who have committed to rolling up their sleeves to help the city recover from the pandemic. In this episode, we're sitting down with Rena Valentine and Michael Max Nabe. Rena is a native New Yorker of Puerto Rican descent and a television host focused on uplifting human-centered stories in New York City. Born in East Harlem, Rena is widely known for her work since 2006 as the host of BronxNet's Open Friday. Rena likes to say Michael Max helped to discover her. He currently serves as the executive director of BronxNet TV and is a leader in the effort to enhance public access to 21st century technology and media. Cheers to good conversation. Hello, you are in Couples in Conversation with Citizens NYC, also known as Citizens Committee for folks who are old school with us. I am Dr. Rasan Harris, CEO, and it is my pleasure to bring you another incredible conversation. We have the opportunity to be with one of our New Yorkers for New York. We had an opportunity for those of you who've listened to talk to Nicole Lee. Um, she was one of our honorees. I got to speak with her a few weeks back. We've spoken to Susan Coleman. And now we're getting Rena Valentin. And uh, it's just such an honor to have stories that come from communities that are sometimes overlooked and putting them in the spotlight because I believe, in my humble opinion, that New Yorkers coming together, seeing each other, leaning into our shared humanity, it's what's going to build a better and more vibrant New York City in the future as we come through what life is on the other end of this pandemic. We're also talking to Michael Max Nave, and they worked together and worked together at BronxNet. And I'm excited to have both of them in conversation to let you know the importance of media, the importance of culture, the importance of NYC in their lives, and also, you know, make sure that we do a great job of celebrating this New Yorker for New York, because hopefully by hearing the stories of these New Yorkers, you'll see yourself and you'll see what's going to bring us through to the future. So Michael, can you please introduce yourself? Let the folks know who you are. Tell us your New York love story, what you love about New York. And um, after that, can you please introduce us to the New Yorker for New York, Rena Valentin, your colleague and friend. Yes, it's an honor to be here with you in the Citizens Committee for New York City. I am born and raised in the Kingsbridge section of the Bronx, New York. I uh, uh, live now in the Van Cortlandt Village section of the Bronx and running in Van Cortlandt Park uh, when I was four with my dad. You know, I grew to love the urban wilderness of our city. You know, from a young age, I, I grew to be inspired by local artists, including pioneers of new art forms that were born in the Bronx. And I'm so proud to work with so many uh, team members that are passionate about our community and helping to build community. And it's an absolute pleasure to be um, here in conversation with Rena Valentin, one of our uh, hosts at BronxNet Television, a trailblazer for the arts, a community leader in our city. Rena, Cafe Con Leche in the morning, how are you? Thank you for the introduction, Michael, and thank you for finding the time to do this with us today. Um, it is my absolute pleasure to be sharing this space with you. You know, we've been 
in each other's lives for approximately 15 years, perhaps a little longer. Um, and I do uh, acknowledge you as one of the individuals that uh, discovered me and I wanted to share that story. And thank you. Thank you for being here today. Absolutely. You know, and I think what this stream of ideas and conversation, uh, one thing that we can take from it is that there's a lot of ways that a city can research and be a place for people to thrive. And one of those ways is through the arts and culture and how much the creative community has such a positive impact on a place like the Bronx. You know, people have perceptions and misperceptions about the Bronx. And that's partly why Bronxnet exists, is so that Bronxites have the opportunity to share our stories so we can transform through media and ideas. Because even in mainstream media for so long, in news and in Hollywood, the Bronx was sensationalized and still is to a certain degree. So I think by representing a truer picture of the Bronx, we're doing a service for Bronxites, but also the world, because the Bronx is really a universal place that's recognized around the world. And you know we um, certainly are a welcoming borough. I mean, what's evident is that there's such diversity. People from all over the world, when they first come to our nation, enter through New York City and particularly the Bronx. And Rena, you're really such an ambassador in terms of helping artists in the Bronx and performing artists and arts organizations and our arts presenters to really talk about what's happening in times of relative normalcy, as well as through our collective crisis in this new paradigm uh, when we have home TV studios and home control rooms, and we also have people telling stories on the front lines, you're connecting people to the arts through this pandemic, because that's so important that people know that they have a place that they can go to nourish their mind, body, and souls. Thank you for elaborating on uh, our services, because in identifying myself, I would like you all to know that I am a native New Yorker, and I'm born in El Barrio, and I like to consider myself raised by borough between East Harlem and the Bronx. As Michael Max Navi has mentioned, I've been a voice rep in Uptown through uh, this platform, and I serve as an on-air talent for their, the award-winning signature show, Open, advocating the arts, culture, wellness, women empowerment, youth development, and domestic violence and mental awareness. And of course, through an urban lens, right? Because I'm from New York and we, we have uh, almost like our own language, uh, so to speak. And I'm saying all of this because Michael pretty much discovered me at the New York and Poets Cafe performing avant-garde theater in which I had a residency at the New York and Poets Cafe for a year. And I would produce a new show every single month. And my style of hosting was unique for lack of a better word. And I always wondered what Michael saw in me to provide me with this grand opportunity of being the host of the pilot episode of Open, which was 15 years ago uh, in 2006. And, um, and I got to do that co-hosting with Bob Lee from WBLS. And so we have him here now and inquiring minds want to know, wants to know, especially mine, what is it about the style in which I was presenting that uh, attracted you to give me that opportunity? So here we are in the New York and uh, New York and Poets Cafe, 
an intimate space. Rena takes us into another dimension, really, uh, with this performance. It's a one-woman show, and uh, it's pretty interstellar. It's metaphysical. Uh, but there was this great joy and uh, humor that was infectious and amazing and, you know, that helped induce belly laughs along with, you know, the fo focus and discipline that it takes to put on a performance like that, to, you know, to take a stage, a small intimate stage and, you know, transport audiences. That was something that I saw from that performance and then other performances and seeing you in the community. And, you know, that's only grown. And it's been an adventure from shoots along the Bronx River and through uh, Parkchester, a Metropolitan Oval, that's uh, stepping outside of, of um, what we often take for granted in our world and sort of transporting people. And that's kind of what I appreciate. What I appreciate about what we've established is that you've allowed me to grow in transferring my style of uh, theater uh, presentations into a media format. And that's what I've grown in is just that conversion in, in telling stories, but still allowing me the freedom to think outside the box, right? I don't know if you remember, I had a clown, Mr. Clown. <laughs> yeah, I try to forget about him. Yeah, I do remember. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but that was the beauty of the, the storytelling. It was very different and it was a different It was unpredictable. Here. It was unpredictable and fresh. Yes, definitely. And, uh, you know, and I think that's what you yeah, bring level... to some of these shows. You, you have a live show on BronxNet that, that, you know, often is live. I mean, when we're in this TV studios. Uh, and, um, you know, and, and it's that sense that anything can happen, but also it's uh, showing artists that are connecting community in the Bronx. And there's still performances going on now. And, you know, it's in partnership with organizations like Teatro Pergones, Casita Maria, Osto Center for the Arts and Culture, Lehman Stages, and many more. I mean, these organizations like Teatro Pergones, Casita Maria, and Osto Center, they've been part of this transformation in the Bronx. And yes, there was a, a period where the Bronx was a symbol of urban blight, but it is a symbol of urban renewal. And the arts and culture is a big part of that. Whether you're talking about the birthplace of hip hop, Latin jazz, or salchato reggaeton, I mean, basically, the Bronx has all these genres. Why? Because so many great people from all over the world have come together in this welcoming borough of the Bronx. And you know, Rena uh, does an amazing job of recognizing uh, these artists and arts organizations on BronxNet and you know, just getting their stories in a new and fresh and interesting way. I appreciate that uh, recognition. So fulfilling to serve as a platform and use platforms such as BronxNet to highlight uh, all of us, the visual arts, photography, uh, performance. Uh, we've been highlighting poets. Even throughout the pandemic, uh, we found ways to make sure that there's a platform for artists to be documented and have visibility. And so while we had to pivot and um, operate remotely, we still operate with the mentality of, uh, okay, well, we're still going to put on the most uh, unique storytelling style while keeping people abreast of what's occurring on, on a more local level. I always refer back to the peace journalism workshop that I participated in at BronxNet because that was one of the most eye-opening workshops that I've ever participated in. 
because of what you mentioned earlier, the sensationalizing of stories. And, and after having attended that class, I've always made it my business to approach each story with the intent of, of just bringing out the humanity and, and just offering this space of hope, especially during this particular time. I mean, in highlighting organizations, I would like to highlight organizations such as Pale Hispanico because, first of all, Eduardo Villaro is a Bronx Walk of Famer and he's the uh, executive director at Pale Hispanico. But uh, one of the things that I really appreciated about that, having them on throughout the pandemic is like they partnered up with an organization called the Situation Project. And the basis of that partnership was to provide Wi-Fi purchase hotspots for the children of the Bronx who may have had laptops but didn't have access to education. And so I've also worked with organizations such as Vote NYC, who uh, was out there teaching the next generation uh, the different levels of elected officials and how the system works. And then I Raise Boys and Girls was uh, another individual who, who stood out for me because she's someone who's running for council and she was homeless in her life. And, and the reason I'm bringing that up is because aside from interviewing and keeping our community informed, there's this sense of intimacy that people are allowed, especially during this particular time and where we were able to just be together uh, as human beings, despite the circumstances and share you know, information and offer you know, entertainment, uh, some form of relief as well as services. Um, having open, I guess, rename itself to open BXRX, uh, loaned itself to becoming a, a remedy for people. And, um, and it's been my absolute pleasure and, and really my pride. I'm, the most prideful thing I've done was to just be able to put smiles on people's faces yeah, and you know, you'd see that in terms of audience response, but you also see that when we were in the studios, you know, Bronxnet has three locations. I'm at uh, Bronxnet at Mercy College in the East Bronx right now, but uh, we have our network operations, Bronxnet at Lehman College, where Rena hosts the magazine show open during times of relative normalcy, but now is hosting from her home TV studio, OpenBXRX. And we're building our third location in the South. Bronx, Westchester and Brook Avenue in the hub. And it's our biggest yet 14,000 square feet, a state-of-the-art production studio, a Windows on the South Bronx studio, a media immersion studio, innovation labs, learning labs, all coming to the South Bronx. And when we were together in these spaces and when we will be together in these spaces, one thing you'll notice is the happy faces when uh, people are connecting, meeting people for the first time. So many People who have been guests on Rena's show, Open, have uh, connected just by being in the studio together uh, because there's you know guests that come in and they bring people and they meet potential partners, uh, whether it be in the health, education, or arts field, they're coming in and it's a nexus for community activity. And through this pandemic, I'm so proud of our team. We've come up with remote workflows. We do have people out there on the front lines, news gathering and, and journalistic efforts. Um, we have our internship program, which is also online right now. And uh, we've trained at BronxNet thousands 
of students, uh, middle school and high school and college students getting experiential learning opportunities at BronxNet. And Rena has been a mentor to many of these students. A lot of these students go on to be anchors at mainstream networks, producers, uh, engineers, post-production professionals, directors of photography in the industry. And it's because they got started at BronxNet, whether in middle school, high school, or college. And through our current pandemic, uh, we have migrated these internship opportunities, most of them online, so that students can get valuable experiential learning opportunities and uh, workforce development experience, but also participate with this new paradigm that we're working in and this hybrid that we'll be working in for some time. I miss being in the studio. So whenever you mentioned the studio, my heart just goes, oh my gosh, I can't wait to go back home. <laughs> just listening to you and just reminiscing about how, although we would have guests booked for a show to fill in an hour slot, they would meet up afterwards. People would stay towards the end and they would network amongst each other. and. It's been my absolute honor uh, to serve for the past 15 years as this kickoff, right? Some people refer to Open Fridays as their, their jump off. Um, when I receive messages from artists and musicians and dancers, how their appearance on Open has opened up other channels for them and has exposed them to other networks and or work or institutions, it, it just really, really uh, fulfills me in knowing that we serve as this platform that documents the, the jump off. And that is for me, like being the door. Um, the door serves on so many levels, uh, aside from the artists and dancers. I wanna say dancers because I know Dance Rising had this wonderful campaign and our B-Girl Rockefeller, who we love dearly, is part of that campaign. And they have little snippet videos that are available on the NYC kiosk uh, throughout the, the city. And we presented them on our show to jump off the, the, the promotional aspect of that. And everybody has a voice in their respective genres and uh, we embrace them on all levels, whether they're beginning, whether they're experienced, whether they're seasoned, whether they're award winners, whether they're Grammy winners, whether they're Bessie award winners, we, we embrace everyone the same. And I think that is what makes us special. Not only um, re-invite people who have established themselves, but we also bring them up. Yeah, you know, BronxNet truly is like a family. Uh, we have trained thousands of Bronx residents. We have media workshops for the public in our studios in times of relative normalcy and throughout the Bronx, but we also, through this new paradigm, have online media workshops that include uh, production and directing, documentary, narrative storytelling, and more. And we've got so many great programs on BronxNet that are by, for, and about the Bronx in um, multilingual, multi-channel, multimedia network that is BronxNet that uh, I'm just so proud to say that BronxNet is the Bronx. When you, you, know, you hear the Spanish language programs, the Garifuna programs, Albanian, uh, as well as English, French, and other languages, and you see these committed community producers taking time to share ideas and cultural programs and more with the community, whether they're shooting in the field or shooting in the studios 
or shooting in our virtual studios, which we operate now, you know, know that Bronxnet is uh, a way for you to exercise your your views and 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 um, present your vision to the Bronx uh, from the Bronx to the world. Tune in for part two of this conversation. The New Yorkers for New York campaign was founded by citizens during COVID to help raise funds this year in order to continue to make microgrants possible for the New York community. Our goal is to raise $1.5 million this year through our virtual New Yorkers for New York fundraising campaign so that we can help New Yorkers get back on their feet. Go to www.citizensnyc.org New Yorkers to get full access to our new website and to find out how you can donate.